Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm a certified personal trainer, holistic health coach, and future chiropractor on my way to figuring out this thing we called life. Now, let's get babbling. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and this is going to be part two of my Try to Recap podcast. If you haven't already listened to the first one, I highly recommend you going back and listening to the official Try to Recap, where I go through all the different classes, my advice on those classes, and just my experience going through those classes. I'll give you like little tips and tricks for like studying for those classes. Um, Even if you aren't going into the Parker program, but you are taking any of those classes or just going into a grad program or even just a program where you're starting something new, I highly recommend still going back and listening to that podcast because it just gives you an idea on how to get through a new program that you're interested in getting into, but also a little bit overwhelmed. Um, I feel like that was the biggest experience that I learned in this last try is that realizing that like you can do hard things. And I feel like that's kind of something I've done throughout my entire life. Um, And this was just a new challenge that I had to conquer and I came out totally fine. Um, Yes, I'm a little bit tired, but that's also what breaks are for. And I set the intention for this break to actually relax, enjoy my break, which made it helpful that it was during the winter break so that I can do all the Christmas things, do the Christmas shopping. I'm actually going to do some Christmas shopping right after this, Um, but this is a little tiny TED talk within my podcast of like, make sure you take those breaks because your body needs it. But this podcast is going to be all about me reflecting on try to. I did a little bit of that in the last podcast, but that was more of just like the meat and potatoes of like, this is what try to is to where this is going to be more just me reflecting on try to, how I can improve, what I did good at, and also answering your guys's questions, which I love when you guys send in questions because I feel like I am talking about the things that are most important to you. And I don't know, I feel like my love language is answering questions because they're fun. Um, Anyways, so reflections. Honestly, this is still a process for me. I haven't really taken as much time as I wish I had before this podcast reflecting on everything. So this is kind of my starting process and maybe more of it will come out within this podcast. That's kind of what I'm hoping will happen. But for me, the things that I need to improve on is first realizing that like you don't have to do everything to get the grade. There's a lot of people who will tell you like, review the quizzes, take notes, watch all the videos, make charts, do flashcards, yada, 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 or I do this. Um, It helps me. And everyone that is doing that is coming from a good place. Everyone wants you to pass. Everyone wants you to get that good grade. They're all trying to help you, giving you different options. But I know for me is when I have more people giving me more stuff, even when people would give me their notes, I would just be like, I I know I can't because that's another thing on my to-do list that I feel like I have to do. Granted, I don't always have to do everything and that's something I'm still working on but like 
you don't have to watch all the videos. You don't have, you do have to take the quizzes. I will say that because those are like points and like points are important, especially to pass in any other point. But if you, if you're just going out there getting zeros on quizzes, like I'd say this is going to be hard truth, hard love. I don't know what the saying is, but, um, yeah, you need to do your quizzes. If you're not doing them, then that's like, that's really on you. Um, but like, you don't have to do the extra videos. You don't have to make the extra charts. You don't have to do the flashcards. Do what works for you. And also I want to work on this more in try three and try four is reflecting back on what really actually helped me to get the grade on my test. If I liked the grade that I got on the test, be like, okay, what did I do? And how can I do that again to help me with this next test? Um, Also doing the opposite thing, being like, okay, if I didn't get the grade that I wanted on the test, then what can I do to improve my score? How can I change this up? Um, I did that a little bit, especially if I got a bad grade, but getting the good grade, I think also realizing like, okay, what was the unnecessary thing? that I really didn't have to do because there is a lot of like feeling that you had to constantly do something because you were terrified of like getting a bad grade Um, which is the next thing that I want to go into is not caring about my grade so much. Um, It's really hard and I was having a conversation with a friend the other day about letting go of the thought of that grades matter. Because ultimately, C's make chiropractors. I said that so many times within school. And also just realizing my own personality. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably the same type of person where it's like, you are going to work hard to get the grade that you want. You are a hard worker. You work hard. You put in the effort. You're listening to a freaking podcast preparing you for try to. Like, that is literally you right now. Um you care about your grades, you care about the concepts, I'm telling you this, you are going to be okay. And the grade that you see reflected on your screen to you every single time you take a test or something like that does not reflect your knowledge. I have some friends who could literally explain to me the entire process of what's going on in Fizz but yet they didn't get the grade that they wanted. That doesn't mean they don't know the information they do. Um, It's just maybe the questions were asked a different way um, and they didn't understand it or like, yeah, just they weren't great test takers, but they could explain the process. And ultimately just being able to understand the process is the thing that's most important. And what also I am trying to work on is realizing that I don't need to talk about my grades to my friends. But if I do, then there's certain people who I will filter it for. Um, There's some people who I know I can talk to my grades about and not either A, feel judged um, or feel like there's this weird competition with. Um, Most of the times, to be completely honest, I've almost now just saved this for like my tutors because I know like they're not taking the same classes as me. Um, But they're also super excited for me, which is really nice because it is exciting when you get a really good grade and you put in the effort and you worked really hard. But then at the same time, um, 
your friends can kind of tell like oh she did a really good job on her grade so you want to like tell them but then like you don't want to tell them the bad grade that you gave them but if you're always telling them the good grades then like you're gonna have to tell them the bad grades um and that's just how it is and for someone who is a bit competitive not gonna lie um and coming from the background of feeling like grades really really matter it's really hard to let that go um I was really good at the beginning well actually I take that back at the beginning I had told myself okay I'm okay with getting B's and A's that is what I'm okay with um towards the end of the try that greatly slipped away which sounds crazy um I actually, I ended up with a few A's, ending up with a few grades, and realizing that, like, the single test that you take, if you get a C on that, or if you fail it, that doesn't automatically mean you're going to end up failing the class or getting a C in the class. Like I said in the last podcast, I failed the first biochem exam. I came out passing biochem, too. Like, that is me telling you up straight, like, one test will not fail you. I also had another friend who said she failed every single one of her tests, but yet she came out with a B in the class. Like, it is okay. Not for biochem. This was a totally different class. Um, but going in and re- actually reading the syllabus, please, please go and read the syllabus. At least the part where they tell you the percentages for, like, the quizzes and the tests and all that. Because I know some of my friends some of the quizzes, they'd go back and they'd like, they retake the quiz, they'd take it again, they'd take it again. And then they would like contact me or someone else and be like, what's the answer to this one? And blah, 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 blah. And they're like, I'm trying to get a hundred on it. And I'm like, you realize this is only weighted like 5%. Um, and again, I know it's really hard not to see that hundred on the quizzes because you're like, that's literally the only thing that I can control and know for sure that I'm going to get a hundred on, especially if they let you take it multiple times. But realizing that like you, you don't, your, your time is valuable. And if you are wasting your precious energy on trying to get a hundred on a quiz that barely weighs anything, then you might need to switch your priorities a little bit. And I know at least for me, I did a pretty good job on realizing like, okay, percentages, I don't like if I knew something wasn't weighted super heavy, then like I didn't care about it as much. If I got a 90 on it, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I won't try and get the like the hundred because there's other things that I need to work on at that time. But I will say towards the end of the trimester where it got towards finals and then I was the person in the state where it's like, okay, it can either be a a B or C or a B or an A. And I wasn't the person where it was like, well, it's either a B or B or it's either an A or an A. Like I was in that situation. Um, So I felt a lot of anxiety because I was like, oh my gosh, I could get an A. I could get an A. I could get an A. And my one friend who's like an upper trimester try um I think he's in try eight now he was like you realize grades don't matter he's like you can relax and get a b you will be fine and I was like but like I really want an a (laughs) um and he kind of just rolled his eyes at me and he's like you'll understand and like try four you'll let it go and so I think it's a little bit of a learning process so it's it's something that I'm still trying to let go of um and again that's why I put it in my improving pile 
Another thing I really want to improve on is like making sure I make time for palpations. Um, it might just be because the season of try to, you just have so much going on that it's hard to prioritize. Um, I wish I did prioritize it a little bit more. I know my one friend who did prioritize it, she is like really good right now with her palpations, with her adjustments. Um, that actually should say making time for adjustments, not palpations, because I made time for palpations because I had a class for it, but not adjustments. But um, she made time for it. I didn't. I didn't go to the FST lab, which is like a um, a lab that uses dummies and you're able to know how much like preload and force and speed you're putting into your adjustments and I did that a lot in try one and I could see the improvements and how much it helped me to where I didn't prioritize my adjustments as much this try and I'm a little bit disappointed in myself on how much my adjustments have decreased or like um my ability to get the adjustment or the cavitation it just it's not it's not there as much as it was so I'm a little bit sad about that but again it might have just been the season of try to or it might have just been my priorities were somewhere else and that's what I decided to do and that's totally okay um, the perks of having 10 trimesters is that I can switch up my priorities for next try. So that is my intent for the next try is actually to work on my palpation, not my palpations, my adjustments even more. Um, and the last thing is that not letting the quote perfect study method get in the way of reviewing content. Um, because I've gone down the whole like productivity studying rabbit hole. I don't know if you've done this, but I obviously have. Um, I was like, no, I need to summarize my notes and make them my own. I need to do space repetition flashcards and do that because it's better than just going through Quizlet. I can't just read my notes and highlight because like that's not actually the most productive way of like studying. Um, but honestly, that then got in the way of me actually reviewing content. And I feel like the most important thing is that you're, especially the classes that you need to prioritize more like fizz um you you want to touch that every single day and if that just means reading the notes that is totally fine i wish i did that more but because i was like it's not the best way to study um i didn't do that as much but then i then didn't have the energy to do more of the like higher level um, thinking study methods, like the space repetition flashcards. I didn't have time to make the flashcards then do the space repetition. So a lot of the times I ended up having to use Quizlet, which is totally fine. I even started using someone else's Quizlet because like um, in my head, I was like, no, I have to make my own flashcards. But realizing like I don't have the time and at least getting something in is better than nothing. I also, instead of writing out my own notes, I decided, you know, Notability is where it's at. And then if I end up just like making practice questions from notability through going through and reading the lecture slides again, then that's what I'm going to do um, and just working my way through that. So don't let the perfect study methods get in the way of you actually reviewing your content because that sure was a thing that I let get in the way. 
Now on a positive note, some things that I was good at. I was really good at finding ways to study with low motivation or discipline. I know people are like, motivation is not a thing. You don't need motivation. You just need discipline. And it's like, well, okay, you know, motivation helps. But even sometimes your discipline is like really low. Um, so for me, when I found myself, I, I think of myself as a very disciplined person. Um, when I set my mind to something, I do it. Um, but it was really hard towards the end. And this is where I knew I was really hitting burnout was going to tutoring um, because I know that like studying with groups really helps staying like focused. And if you can find a group of people that like just study together and you guys go on the Pomodoro method where it's like you all work for 30 minutes and then you go off for five minutes, you talk, but then you study again. If you find a group like that, that is awesome. Um, but for me, I just found that a lot of my friends, it was either hard to get like together or we just all wanted to talk and we wanted to keep talking and it would get off track and then it just it didn't work very well um to where like with tutoring it's like you have the session you're there you're focused you might like get a little bit off track but for the most part the tutor's like okay hey let's stay on track um but of course with me I like have to crack a couple of jokes here and there um but tutoring really helped me at least pave a path pave a path of knowing how to study or where to go I think I talked about this in the last podcast where it's like sometimes there's just so much information you're just like I don't even know where to go um but with tutoring it's like the starting point and you're like okay at least I get the summary and then I can go in and fill in the like the bits of everything which was really nice um and then at the end end of the trimester, I decided to start doing the like study together sessions on YouTube where it would have like the Pomodoro method. And it's this random person. I don't even see their face, um, but it's this random person that's online on YouTube. They made a video and they're like 30 minutes on um, five minutes off Pomodoro method for five hours. And I'm like, you know what? Let's try this thing. And it's like it has like nice chill music in the background and it'll have the timer on there. Um, and for some reason, that just really worked for me. So maybe that might work for you, too. Um, I highly recommend doing it. I don't know what it is. It's this person that I don't even know who they are. And yet we're studying together and it somehow worked. But whatever gets you through your study sessions, honestly, is the best thing you can do. Um, the second thing that I was really good at is keeping up with my schedule, but also allowing it to be flexible. Um, my intention going through the try was not to rush things and I feel like I did a really good job with that um, because last trimester I was super scheduled but then I'd get to the end of the day and I'd freak out if I didn't get everything that I wanted done um, and then I didn't didn't do what I wanted um, or I didn't feel accomplished yada 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 um, but then I was also feeling rushed through the process because I was like I got to get all these things done and it just it felt very like ah mentality um I'm not gonna actually scream into the microphone because you're literally gonna hate me if I do that um but this trimester I was a lot more flexible with my time not in the sense of like I can do anything whenever but realizing like okay this isn't actually due till this time and like these are things that are actually due due and these are the things that I want to do um and that also made me realize the fluffy things that I didn't really actually have to do going back to the thing that I need to improve on is realizing what's actually efficient for me studying and what's kind of just 
busy work that I'm creating for myself. Um, so I feel like I was good about realizing that like it's okay if my schedule changes as long as I get the things in that are graded and due. Um, also, when you're rushed, at least for me, I don't retain information as well compared to when I am calm, I am chill, I'm listening to some calming music, I have my tea, maybe I have a candle lit if I'm at my house. Um, it's a lot easier for me to be like, okay, let's try and understand this information um, so we're ready for the test. And then the last thing is realizing when things were too much. I feel like I did a really good job about that. Um, again, still needing to work on like what's the fluffy stuff. But I, for me, I realized when I needed to drop things, for instance, I, in try two, three, bleh, in try one, I was working the horses about like four days a week, I think. Um, and I dropped it down to one. Thankfully, because I do live with my parents, um, I could cut down on expenses and work wasn't a have to thing. I just needed to work enough to get gas paid. That was pretty much it for me. Um, your situation may be different for you. It might be like you might have to drop a class, which is totally fine. Um, but I just knew for me that like, hey, we need to drop this because there's just too much going on. And also in the same way of realizing like, hey, when I'm when I leave school at like five or six p.m. and I go home we're doing no more school. Sometimes I'd break that rule. But if I knew that I was like dead beat and I was like, you know what? We're just watching some TV. Um, we're just vegging out, just kind of staring at the TV because my brain is just not here right now. And that is okay. Um, so realize that if your brain feels like mush or cytoplasm, and you've already taken a break that day and you've already done a ton of work and it's like 5 or 6 p.m. and you've been working all day. Maybe it's time to like actually give yourself a break and just start fresh tomorrow. Um, so I just I highly recommend that because that probably saved me throughout the trimester doing that. All right, now let's get into your guys' questions. Um, the first question that I have is, how was physiology one for you? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a, if you guys listened to the first podcast, um, phys was really hard, not gonna lie. But again, not impossible. Um, the professor obviously didn't make it easy. It was definitely difficult, not just because of the concepts, but his way of teaching, I didn't find beneficial, um, especially towards the end of the trimester. There was a few things that he did that I didn't exactly agree with as far as preparing us for the final, but um, that again is my opinion, so take that as you want to, and also realize that you won't always love your professors. Um, it is not their job to make you love them, but also that is what the student evaluation at the end of the trimester is for. Um, so realizing that like you won't always like all the professors that you have and this really 
for me made me realize that like my view on my grades need to change realizing that like if I understand the concepts and can teach it to a friend that's all that matters that and passing the class um and what might help you because they also asked with this question um any advice for try one going into try two I don't know if this was specifically for fizz um so I'll or just in general so I'll do both but for fizz I will say understand the basic processes first um and then add in the variables because if you don't understand the foundation kind of like when you're building a house like you want to have the foundation of the house because if you don't have the foundation and you start adding like the pillars the decorations the walls then like everything falls apart so if you're trying to throw everything in the kitchen sink at once it's probably going to end up falling apart but if you understand the basic process or the foundation, then you can start building off of that. So if you don't understand the basic, maybe go to tutoring, be like, teach me the basics and then ask them, hey, can now you start throwing in variables um, or ask a friend. Um, I'd also say if you can relate physio to life, like if something happened to you or like relate, if you're into exercising, it's really helpful for the skeletal muscular system. Um, if you're able to relate that to you exercising, it makes that a little bit easier. Also, if you come up with analogies, I feel like that's really helpful. I'm trying to think of one. I had one for the cardiovascular system with blood flow that the tutor gave me, but I honestly kind of forgot it. This is what happens to me is I make up analogies to understand it. And then once I actually understand the process, I, I forget the analogy in general. So I'm sorry that I don't have anything that's helpful for you right now. But honestly, if you're able to come up with your own analogies, it's a lot easier to remember it. So it might be less beneficial if I was just to say random analogies because you're like, I have no idea. Um, also, you're not taking the class specifically right now. So unless you are like me and you listen to podcasts and you take notes on the side um, just randomly, then like this might not be helpful for you. Um, I'd also say prioritize this class. I've said this multiple times throughout the podcast, but prioritize this class. You have to do work for this class on weekends. I'm sorry. Like you're in a graduate program, you're going to have to do work on the weekends. It's just, it's how it is. Um, and I would say do this for any of your hard classes. Maybe fizz isn't hard for you. Um, maybe you really like fizz and it just works for your brain and that's awesome but maybe you really struggle in micro okay then on weekends that is a class that you prioritize for me i knew that i had to prioritize fizz on the weekends so that either meant that i was watching a ninja nerd video or um emily the tutor she was like she would do tutoring sessions sometimes on the weekends so i would do a tutoring session with her um any other like review things that I wanted to do, I would do on the weekends for Fizz because again, I tried almost every single day to at least touch that class. It didn't always happen because um, no one's perfect, but for the most part, I tried to make sure that I was at least touching it every day um, or at least every other day. And I still counted going to class as touching it. So if that makes you feel any better and not feeling like you always have to like touch the 
lecture information outside of class um, when you already had class. I'd also say get help. Don't sit there. Even if you're like, I kind of get it, but I'm not sure, get help. Like, And this could even be going and doing an engineered video. If you don't know what an engineered is, he's basically this YouTuber that explains he'll he'll have a whiteboard and he'll draw things out and he'll explain things i there's parts of like the cardiovascular unit that he doesn't have videos for i think um but he has stuff for action potentials he has it for the skeletal muscular system he has it for the lungs um and my goal was to actually watch a video before that class of his before each lecture so I could understand the material but then that ended up falling to the wayside so take that as it be like you know our schedules always need to change um but I think he is definitely going to be something that I'm going to use for phys too and further on in my classes if I'm going to need something like that I also say again tutors um I might be one so um look for my name on the tutoring app and any of the other tutors that I recommend in that last um podcast I think the only phys tutor that I recommended was Emily so um she's going to be like, why are my things booked up so much? I will say most of her stuff is biochem too. So um, you might find another phys tutor that you like and book up with whoever they are. Um, Also, if you can't find any tutors that you really like, make friends with other classmates. Like everyone in this school or even the school that you're at understands what it's like going through this type of program and people want to help each other out. Again, like I said, my PT friend, he was telling me about how like upperclassmen would share their quizlets with each other because we all know how hard it is and we want to help each other out and we want to get everyone to pass. We want everyone to get through the program because ultimately like we want great or professionals. Yeah, we want great chiropractors out there. We want great PTs out there. We want great nurses out there um, so that we can actually do what we're meant to do and help and help people out. Um, But yeah, that's kind of my advice for physio one. Um, It's definitely, again, not an easy one. Um, I loved it just because, well, I I like physio. Um, The class was rough because the the professor definitely didn't make it easy but um the concepts i really like so um it kind of again just depends on what kind of topics that you like um the second question that i got was how is try two different from try one and the best thing that i have for this is when someone told me it's basically the difference between undergrad versus actually being in graduate school and I honestly feel like that is a that is so true um because try one is a little bit like you you feel like you're in a doctorate program but at the same time you're like I feel like this is kind of like undergrad it's not too bad um but then you hit try two and you're like oh wow okay this is what grad school is like um and again I feel like There is a lot going into try to not just the workload. Yes, of course, the workload was more, but also 
realizing that like certain study styles don't always work for this type of program and that I have to change that up but then I also had to like change up my mindset that like hey it's okay if you get a C or a B on a test like it's not the end of the world or heck even like failing um I always, if I did fail a test, I would like it to be closer to like almost passing. Um, so that's that's the only thing. But like, I would always go back to, did I understand the topics? Um, did I try my hardest? And I'm trying to remember the saying that my one friend said. It was like, um, there's a difference between doing your best and giving it your all. And for me, that means that I want to give my best and not my all because I know for me, if I give my all, then I'm sacrificing other things like my health. And for me, my health is really important to me and I'm not going to sacrifice that because in the long run, if I sacrifice my health, then the work that I'm going to do for my patients or even being around my family is going to go down the drain. <laughs> and there was already a few times where my family was like, are you mad at me? And I'm just like, no, I'm just I, I'm going through a lot right now. And they they didn't understand, but they accepted that like, okay, Rebecca needs her space, which I am super grateful for. Um, another thing that I found different between try two and try one is that of course you were more in person I was already on campus a lot just in general because I liked being on campus with my friends in try one um, but you were doing classes more on campus so it was less of a choice and more of a have to um, in the sense which made it really long days um, and then the last thing is there was this feeling and a lot of people said this of like guilty for feeling like you're not doing more so for instance when I had said that I decided like hey I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna stop like there was a lot of those feelings of like oh my gosh maybe I should review that quiz one more time or maybe I should start working on this test review or maybe I should go watch another video and realizing that like just because you can do more doesn't always mean you should. Um, There's this one upper try that I was talking to and she had said that she did less for a certain class, but she scored better just because her brain was there. There was a few times where I was going through try two and I literally felt like my eyes were glossed over or my brain was empty. Like sometimes I would read those microbiology tests and I was like, I'm reading a totally different language. And it was because my like my brain was not functioning and maybe if I gave myself that time of rest more rest then my brain would actually be there um so if you're having this feeling of feeling guilty for not doing more just remind yourself like yes there's some people that I believe that maybe they like need to push themselves a little bit more and get out of their comfort zone as far as like doing a little bit more um, but also there are some people that like myself <laughs> where you need to like pull the rings back and be like, look at all the freaking things that you did all day. And then also realizing that, okay, maybe you did do a lot of things um, today, but maybe you got distracted a lot today. So how can you then improve that 
tomorrow. Um, because if your brain isn't working right now, it's just, it's not going to be a beneficial time and it's okay to take that time to just sleep and go to bed. (laughs) Um, the next question that I had was, what would your advice be for try one starting try two? And I got I got a few things for you. <laughs> so hopefully you're ready for this. The first one that I would say is um, pay attention to your study st- studying style and try one to then prepare you for try two. But also realize that your plans can change. Not every single study style that you're using will work for every class. So for instance, like I know in try one, I was religious on listening to every single one of those vodcasts that my teacher posted. I still listen to majority of the vodcasts. But like I said in the last episode, I didn't listen to the microbiology vodcasts for the viruses. Um... But I still made sure that like I read her tables and I read the concepts. And for me, it was just hearing her read out the viruses and literally read out the slides for me wasn't beneficial. It might be beneficial for you, but um, for me, it wasn't. And then I know I have some friends who really like reading the textbook. I wish I was one of those people, but I'm just I'm not. I'm more of a let's look this up on YouTube and have someone explain it to me and draw it on the board because that's how my brain works. For me, I know my brain works more in pictures. Um, I really like explaining things to other people. So sometimes I might even just have to explain it to a wall or a stuffed animal or to myself on how things work. Um, I like making different practice problems for myself and then testing myself for that. Um, also, I'm thinking about creating like a how to use chat GBT efficiently for school and actually get something out of it. Um, and one of my things is like typing into chat GBT, like create practice questions for um, for this topic or um, exp- if you were to explain this to a six-year-old, how would you explain it? And that was really helpful for me. So I feel like in try one, it was easy to get away with certain things and just do the quizzes and like um, just do the cahoots and stuff like that. But with try two, you're really going to have to dig in it bit more and if you're you're already prioritizing like okay how can I set up my schedule this could even be like setting up a google calendar I know for me during the break I am starting to get more obsessed with notion and so I'm really trying to convert everything to that um so like creating a notion page for yourself um and having that already created going into try to I think would be really beneficial The next thing I'd say is just figuring out what to prioritize. And I'm not necessarily saying classes um, because I definitely say there are certain classes that you will need to prioritize more than others and that you will start realizing once you start taking your tests and stuff where it's like, okay, this class we're like struggling grade wise um, and this other one we're not. So maybe I need to focus on this other class compared to the other one. But I'm also just saying like you're your priorities in life. So for mine, for me, um, mine was school, obviously, and then health. Um, I made sure that my gym sessions were consistent. Um, I still had to change them up, um, but I still made sure that I at least moved every day and that I also meal prepped every weekend because 
food is fuel <laughs> um, for your brain and you need to be fed. And then also I wanted to make sure that the food that I was feeding my body was going to be beneficial for my brain. Um, so for me, when I was working out, I was so used to doing like one hour workouts uh, two times a week and then doing the horses. Well, I obviously stopped doing the horses and I was missing going to the gym. I also found I wasn't moving very much because I was only working out twice a week and tried to get walks in, but sometimes that wouldn't happen. So what I did instead was I cut my two workouts in half. So they were each 30 minutes and then I prioritized doing more walks outside when I could um, when I took study breaks instead of just like getting on my phone but sometimes that would happen sometimes that wouldn't and I found for me it was a nice transition because at least for my schedule um, I know some people's schedules were different a lot of my classes or labs were in the morning and so it made it really easy to be like okay all classes all labs in the morning and then I had my lunch and then I might have one more lab and then I'd go and I'd work out and that would help me then transition to be like, okay, now we're in study mode. Now we're in work mode and it's less of like learning in class and more just like me and my individual time. Um, but it was also sometimes I would have to do it during like my lunch period. And so I'd like I'd either eat earlier, like have a snack and then work out and stuff like that because you were like able to in certain labs obviously not in micro you can't eat in micro lab um but yeah for the most part like teachers are okay with you eating in lecture um but maybe your priorities are different maybe your priority is school and family or school and job for me I was able to drop off my job because again I wasn't living by myself so I had the ability to do that but for you you might have to keep your job so maybe you might have to drop a class or maybe you can't go to the gym as often and that is totally fine um and just realizing that this is only for a season I know there was a lot of talk about weight gain um during this trimester and a lot of talk about different diets people wanted to go on and if this is you or if you're worried about this, I want you to realize that, again, this is only for a season. It's literally just three months. But even if you're doing a totally different program, but you are afraid that, like, I might have to do less at the gym or I, um, I'm, like, not moving as much because I have to study more, realize that, like, health is not just working out. Health is also making sure you prioritize your sleep, set up a good sleep routine, meal prep on the weekends, um, make sure that you are scheduling out your day so then maybe you can do a workout. Just going in and doing a few like barbell squats or going and doing something is better than nothing. Going for a walk is better than nothing. But again, don't be hard on yourself if your movement looks less because again, this is only for a season and you're not going to gain as much weight as you think you are going to. And a lot of the times what I find interesting is sometimes this moving less um, 
I was actually terrified that my menstrual cycle was going to get worse because of this stress of school. Um, And I actually found out that it was better for me because I was moving less um, and was still consistently fueling my body. Because what helped me get through this is realizing like the most important thing to me right now is that my brain is functioning and that my I'm able to work through all my tasks and my brain will not work if I am not giving it enough water. But most importantly, if I'm not giving it enough fuel. And if you're finding yourself with a ton of brain fog and you can't focus in class, but you're also terrified about gaining weight or worried that you've gained weight or worried about your workouts, maybe start thinking, maybe I do need some food because the more you fight with your body, the more that it will fight back. Um, So just keep that in mind and also realize you're not alone in this process because this did come up a lot during my program. Um... Another thing that comes with like setting your priorities is just setting up some boundaries. Um, For me, like a lot of my friends already know, like I'm not the best texter. (laughs) Um, I don't answer texts a lot. Like my phone was literally on do not disturb all day long. Like it was in study mode, it was in work mode, and then it was in sleep mode. Um, But also like people would go on outings and like, yes, it's nice to be invited to things and I appreciated the outings that I was invited to, but maybe you might not be able to go on those outings. Um, And this could even be outside of school, your friends inviting you to things and you just have to be like, hey, I really can't talk right now. Um, And if they are a true friend or a true family member, if they realize that when you say no or you can't do it right now, If they accept that, if they don't, that is more of their problem than it is your problem. And it is okay to set up that boundary and be like, hey, I just I can't handle this right now because I have so many other things on my mind. And I just want to let you know that that is okay. But also, if you do want to be invited to these outings, I know for me, like, um, because I'm such a grandma and I go to bed early, a lot of my friends were like, I'm not sure if I should invite you to these things. And I was like, no, I still... I still want to be invited to these things, like offer these things, but sometimes you might need to voice that and it's not you being obnoxious or like seeming like you're trying to be invited to things. You're just, some people just don't know if you don't speak up. So if you want to be invited to those things, ask. And then if you have to like not go, then that's okay too. But then you're still able to when you can go. Um, Because there were some like weekends where I was able to like go out but there was a lot of weekends that I couldn't. And most of the times the weekends that I went out, it was with friends within my program because they were like, um, well, we're all studying for this test. But then that following week, we didn't have tests. And so we were able to go out and that's just how things work. But also realize that like um, having friends outside the program, I know it's hard because I know some people are like moving um, from out of state. But if you can like call a friend and FaceTime them that aren't in the program, it's nice to talk to people who aren't within your actual school program so you can finally actually let go of school completely. Um, For me, one of the boundaries that I had to set up with myself and being okay with this being a season of my life is giving up the podcast uh, for just a bit. I was almost thinking about giving up the podcast completely, but then as I was coming towards the break, I was like, 
no, I'm super excited to interview people. I'm super excited to start like talking to you guys and giving you all the information on stuff that I learned or the stuff that I continue to learn and kind of just speaking my voice out. And I, um, I just had to tell myself like, hey, this is just a period in my life where I just know if I was to give out a podcast, it wouldn't be that great. Um, and it would make me feel more drained. And it is okay if I give it up in this period of time. But I'm back. And I don't think I said this. Um, I posted it on my story, but that's only a 24-hour thing. But I will only probably be posting podcasts now bi-weekly um, just so that I can keep up with my school schedule. But I am still planning on being here and I continue to be here. And I hope you guys keep continuing to listen to me because I'm enjoying creating this podcast and I hope you guys are enjoying listening to me talk for so long. Um, and the last thing that I would give you as like a tip for going into try to is be kind to yourself and create strong friendships. Um, this trimester, I I found those really close friends. Um, I would say all of the people within my tri are super sweet, but there are just certain people who are even upperclassmen, tutors, family, friends um, outside of school, but also within my school that like I really got close to because you need um, this is something that I'm learning is that it is okay to ask for help and support um, and you are going to need this within the, the process because there was there was a lot of times where I cried. Um, there was a lot of times when I cried with people. There was a lot of times where I cried by myself. Um, but having that support with you really helps you continue through this process. And there were just certain conversations that I could only have with certain people and that is okay. When you find your group and you find your tribe and you feel comfortable, that is where you will feel like this trimester gets easier. And if you are in a program where you're just like, I just, I feel like I can't find friends within my school, that is okay. You also have upperclassmen. You also, like I said, have tutors. Um, you also have your family, you have your school, you have your friends from outside of school um, or cousins or whatever, I guess that kind of still fine, follows under family. Um, and if you feel, if you still feel like you don't have someone, text me. I might not message you back super fast on Instagram, but message me and I would more than happy to text you and be like, hey, you got this. I know this is really hard right now you've got this and I know you can get through this um, again because I just know the kind of people who listen to this podcast and I appreciate you for listening to this podcast and you're you're going to be totally fine um, but going back to the being kind to yourself just again be kind to yourself when you see those grades it's not the end of the world be patient with yourself and realize that like self-hate does not maintain motivation. The more that you say that you're dumb, you're stupid, or that you don't feel like you're smart, or that you feel like you're going to fail, like that is going to make it harder and harder every single day to get up and do the process. Just tell yourself like take a deep breath, maybe hug a friend, maybe, maybe hug an animal, and just be like this is going to pass 
and I can still move forward. The amount of times that I journaled in the morning and just said, I, I feel like giving up right now, but I am going to move forward. There were a lot of those times. But again, I still made it through and you can make it through too. The last question that I was asked was my favorite memory of Try2. And I actually have two. Um, my first one is when you go into Try2, I think it's the second or third week of school you have what's called your lab coat ceremony where you get your lab coat for, I think it's supposed to be for gross anatomy lab. And so we all got to like dress up, walk across the stage. I wore this red jumpsuit and I, part of me was like, should I wear this? Should I not? Is this like too bold? But then I was like, my word of the year was bold. So might as well just do it. And so I wore the red jumpsuit and I walked across the stage and it was super fun because then we got to take pictures afterwards. We got like um, our stethoscopes. And so we took like fun, cutesy pictures with our stethoscopes and our lab coats. Um, So that was all really fun. And it just it made you actually feel like you were in the doctorate program even more. Um, I think in try three, I'll get my doctor bag. That's with a really big question mark. So I am not sure. Um, I will have to keep you up to date on that. Um, But the last thing that was my favorite memory, and this was more of a, a weekend thing than just a single memory was a justathon, which is a conference that is through MPI and or motion palpation it's called either one but I like using the acronyms um but they basically they'll have all these really big docs and they will go through every single palpation in your liter or not palpation geez it's adjustments every single adjustment and you are just adjusting each other all day long. I got to see some friends that I hadn't seen for a while, so it was always fun to see them. Um, but I also, I got really close to this one upper try, and I look up to him. He kind of seems like an older brother to me now. Um, and so I got to be really close with him. We got to hang out and talk with one of my other close friends. And it was just, it was a good time. It felt like just this giant sleepover because we ended up getting an Airbnb and just hanging out playing games and the road trip there with a few of my friends um, and getting closer with them was super fun too. We played the game is it a fish and oh some other one and oh my gosh I hate those games. It's the it's the one where it was like um, is it a fish or this is a fish this is a fish is this a fish and you're like huh? And it has like nothing to do with what they're actually saying, but you somehow have to figure it out. Yeah, that was the kind of games that we played on that road trip. So lots of fun memories with that. Um, But yeah, those would definitely be my two favorite memories of Try2. But I hope if you are going into Try2 that this podcast helped you a lot. If not, then I just want to say thank you so much for listening. And if you are in a different program that I hope this helps you too. And again, don't be afraid to reach out. If you just want to say hi, ask me a question about Parker or like being in a doctorate program um, or any other questions you want me to answer on the podcast, I would love to answer that. But I hope you guys have a great rest of the day and I can't wait to babble with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becca Babbles podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thing that you can do is leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other listening platform of your choosing. 
If you want to learn more about me, you can do that by following me on Instagram at Becca and Wellness or by checking out my blog, freebies, offers, and newsletter on my website at BeccaAndWellness.com. If you want to share the love of the podcast, you can do that by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media and tagging me and the podcast at Becca and Wellness and using the hashtag Becca Babbles Podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.